This episode of Ragcast Outdoors is brought to you by PK Lures, Bow Spider, and High Mountain Seasonings. Fish on! Hey, Radcast is on! Hunting, fishing, and everything in between. This is Radcast Outdoors. Here are David Merrill and Patrick Edwards. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Ragcast Outdoors. I'm your host today, Patrick Edwards, and I'm doing something a little bit different today. And it's not to say that David is gone while he is on a road trip, but I'm going to be doing a solo episode where I don't have a co-host and I don't have a guest. Part of that is just to see if I could do it. You know, it's a bit of a challenge to get on air and be able to talk and (laughs) carry a conversation with myself and with you. And so I'm going to take you on a little bit of a a journey just with me. And uh, we're going to talk about some fishing. And today I really wanted to kind of get into just some of the details about a really cool trip that I did earlier this spring. Every year, some of you know this, I go on a fishing trip with my dad and with my son. So it's a three generation trip. And this year, Instead of going to Boysen or Flaming Gorge, we decided to go to Keyhole Reservoir. Now, Keyhole Reservoir is, for those of you who don't know, it's in northeast Wyoming. It's really close to Devil's Tower. A lot of people know what Devil's Tower is. It's a national park. If you haven't been there, you got to go visit. It's one of the coolest places you can see, and there's some great hiking trails around it, but we'll do that on another podcast. But close to Devil's Tower is this reservoir called... Keyhole Reservoir. Now, Keyhole is beautiful. It's on the edge of the Black Hills. It's in that Black Hills area, and it's just pristine. It's green. Parts of Wyoming, some parts are not very green, but this part is, and the water is super clear, super beautiful, and in June, it can be an incredible place to go fishing. So I was like, hey guys, we should probably go check this out and go see what we can catch. And part of my goal, as a lot of you know, is I want to catch as many species as I possibly can. So that was one of the goals for this trip to Keyhole. It's a body of water that I'm not super familiar with. I fished it a number of times, but I hadn't done it from a boat. <laughs> and so this was going to be a first time. We took the Lund, went up there, fished it from a boat. So again, I wanted to catch as many species as I could. Wanted to learn the reservoir and really kind of figure out you know, different places that the fish might be because there's a whole bunch of different species in there. And so we did that. There's a really cool little town close to the reservoir called Pinehaven, Wyoming. And we actually stayed there. Um, There's a place called Empire Lodge. Empire Lodge was great. We got a little cabin. It had a kitchen, bathroom, you know, shower, the whole setup for us. So we checked in there the first day, got all set up and decided to go fishing. And I'll tell you what, man, they make it really easy. You know, you can park there with your boat, with your camper. It doesn't really matter what you've brought. Um, and we were able to charge everything up on the boat, which was great. Um, there was a little bit of a snafu there, but I'll get into that here in a little bit. But anyway, we made the trip up there had a goal to catch as many fish as possible. So we started the first night right when we showed up. We had about an hour of daylight left and the wind was blowing up there, which I found out is pretty common. (laughs) Keyhole Reservoir gets quite a bit of wind. Of course it is Wyoming, so I guess that would make sense. 
We went out on the reservoir, took the boat out, went and fished an area that I thought might have some crappie. And sure enough, within about a few minutes of getting there, we had already landed three or four crappie. I'd had it on my list that I really wanted to catch a freshwater drum. I hadn't caught a drum since I think it was 2002 or 2003 when I was up at Fort Peck Reservoir. So it'd been quite a while since I'd caught one. And there's some really nice sized drum in Keyhole Reservoir. In fact, the state record comes out of there. And I know some of you are saying, why would you want to catch a drum? Well, it's been a long time. They fight pretty good. And I wanted to try a recipe of smoking them, which I haven't done yet. Uh, But I did catch some drum. So we were fishing there. I managed to catch a 19-inch drum. It was a lot of fun. Fought pretty well. And so it it was kind of cool to check off the black crappie and the freshwater drum on the first night and then it started to get dark and so we headed back to the cabin and it was it was really great like i said we were able to pull in super easy get everything charged back up so we could get up early the next morning and go out um the next day however the wind was howling i mean it was blowing 30 40 miles an hour and i mean the, our boat's pretty decent size it's 20 foot boat but still it's it's kind of rough on you when you go out into parts of a lake, especially like that one where it white caps, it gets a little bit rough and, you know, just drains your battery if you're trolling or, you know, if you're trying to hold yourself in place without the anchor, it can be kind of a a pain. So, but one of the cool things about keyhole that I learned is that there are a number of arms and nooks and crannies that you can kind of go in and explore. So we kind of changed tactics Um, There are Northern Pike in Keyhole Reservoir. In fact, it's the only reservoir in Wyoming with Northern Pike. So I was like, hey, you know, (laughs) we're getting served up this. Let's let's go out and fish for some pike and see what happens. Weather was a little off. Like I said, the the pressure changes were a little bit extreme. Uh, We went into some of these little back bays and started fishing for Northerns. And it's a challenge when you're out on a body of water and you know you've got a little kid so my son you know he's smaller and you know he's nine years old and he's out there casting these big big hooked pike baits right like (laughs) slinging them around the boat because i mean you're casting you're out trolling that made it a little bit harder for me to fish um and and my dad and i we were both trying to really work to keep the boat under control because of the wind um it made it a little bit challenging and there were also some areas that were really weedy um we did manage to catch a pike caught one that was pretty pretty small on pike standards it was like 28 inches but it was still fun to catch one and we had several others follow to the boat, which was really cool. You know, when you have a fish like that follow you to the boat, that's pretty exciting. But then we started to have some boat issues. And so this is where things got a little bit interesting. For some reason, uh, the, one of the terminals uh, that connected the trolling motor to the battery, the connection wasn't any good. We didn't realize it. the trolling motor started to die on us, which I have a, a Minn Kota iPilot. Uh, power drive where you know i could push a button and it holds us in a spot well i noticed the boat wasn't able to do that and i was like man something's going on with the trolling motor so uh, we had to pivot a little bit 
took the boat back, um, looked at it, didn't have everything we need. So we just went back out and fished some more. And the boat has uh, a main motor and then a small kicker. And so we used the small kicker to kind of do boat control, used the main motor a little bit as well. Uh, we were able to catch some smallmouth bass, which are always a lot of fun to catch. I mean, they fight you as hard as they can. Um, so we got onto a little bit of a smallmouth bass bite. Um, and then that evening went back out once again, looking for the crappie and I managed to catch a really nice green sunfish. So <laughs> the species just kept adding up, right? And we had another good night of fishing, got back to the cabin, cooked up a nice meal. I think we, we had some burgers and some hot dogs, which was awesome. When you're hanging out as a family, it's just nice to be able to decompress after a long day out on the water and everybody was tired. I mean, being out in the sun that long just kind of wore us all down a little bit. But we went back, we got some rest, got up early again for that next day of fishing. And once again, the wind was just crazy. I mean, it blew for three days straight. And we were getting a little frustrated because we wanted to go out. We had heard that there were walleyes out on some of these flats that we could go out and target. Well, we didn't really want to go, you know, fight the wind so much. And so we did try some other areas of the, of the reservoir, caught some fish, had fun. Again, that was the main thing is just having fun with my dad and with my son. And, uh, then finally the wind just kind of subsided a little bit, which was really awesome. Uh, we, we were able to go out onto one of these flats. It wasn't that far of a drive and it was pretty, pretty smooth. And so we saw this area where there was like a big kind of a rocky cliff and then it looked like it turned into kind of like almost like a, a sandy rocky bottom after that. There were a couple of other boats in the area and so I figured let's go out there, check it out, we'll get our distance, we'll go past those guys, maybe go a little bit shallower. Uh, we put on some PK Dakota discs. So the chartreuse color was the one that I wanted to use out there because it was a little bit more of a murky water. We put those on, got our crawlers on the hooks. I dropped down and I had a walleye on within about the first two minutes. So that was pretty exciting. It was like, oh, well, hey, here's a fish already. Pulled that fish in. It was like a 17 incher. And then I had my son, you know, drop down, do the same thing um, right where I was. We kind of circled back into that spot, managed to catch a few more. Within two hours, we caught 26 walleye between the three of us. So it was really fun. Released a, a bunch of the smaller ones, but we, we managed to catch our limits, which was really cool of the larger size, like the 17 to 18 inches. I think we had one that was 19. Um, so we had a pretty good meat haul that afternoon, which was great. So we went back to the to the shore, cleaned our fish, kind of got everything all all set up and uh, you know vacuum sealed and all that. I will tell you if you are fishing on a Wyoming body of water, just make sure to do like we did. Um, you you have to leave proof of species on the fish, so you have to leave a chunk of skin. And it's in the Wyoming Game and Fish regulations. What I did just to make it a little bit easier was I just took the fillet off. And if you ever watch any of my walleye fish filleting videos, you'll see why. I just take the fillet off, leave the skin on, leave the ribs in there. Because I figure I'm going to clean them up when I get home anyway. And so you don't need to take all that effort to just leave that little patch of skin 
because it is kind of a pain in the butt to get off later. So I have a method where if you do leave the skin on, you can lay the fillet down. This is going to be a little bit of a challenge to describe, but I'm going to do my best. You lay the fillet down, skin side down, and down where the vent is or the anal vent where they go to the bathroom, you can take and you can make a straight cut down that fillet to the skin through the meat, then angle your knife towards the end of the tail, scoop off the tail meat section, then turn the fillet, hold the skin down, and take the rest of the meat section off, and then, of course, take out the rib bones. It doesn't take very long, super simple to do, and, of course, you're going to be legal with the skin on the fish. So there's a tip for you. But we had a great time fishing, caught a lot of fish at Keyhole Reservoir. And so I was curious about Keyhole. I was like, I don't know much about this reservoir, but I did some research and it looks like that reservoir was established in 1952. They built it mainly to, you know, help with irrigation water. The The water management is kind of one of the other primary reasons that they built the reservoir, but they built it up there. It's on the Belfouche River. So if you've ever driven through that part of Wyoming, you've probably seen (laughs) the signs. Belfouche is spelled kind of weird, so you may not have known exactly what it is. But Bell is B-E-L-L-E, and then Fouche is F-O-U-R-C-H-E. We have lots and lots of rivers in Wyoming that are very confusing on the names. The Popoja here in Fremont County, a lot of where I live, a lot of people call the Popo Aggie because that's how it's phonetically spelled. So we have lots of these rivers. So if you're from out of state and you're looking at the Wyoming rivers, yes, they are pronounced a little bit weird. And it's okay if you get it wrong. <laughs> we'll try to help you the best we can. But anyway, Keyhole was built to really manage the water in the Belfouche. Again, one of the reasons that I'm a huge fan of Keyhole Reservoir now, and I'm going to keep going back year after year after year, is that we caught a whole bunch of different species there. They have some incredible catfish fishing, which I didn't get a chance to go do the catfish thing. I need to get up there and do that. But I was able to catch smallmouth bass, walleye, green sunfish, freshwater drum, northern pike, black crappie, and I can't remember, I think we might have caught another species, but it was incredible the amount of different species that they have in there. There's a lot of opportunities. You can catch lots of different kinds of fish. And also the quality of the fish themselves was really good. I mean, all the fish were decent sized. Like the crappie were all 11 to 12 inches long. Uh, the walleyes, like I said, we, we got a lot that were the perfect eating size in my opinion. Keyhole Reservoir is kind of a sleeper in Wyoming. If you haven't been there, it's one of the prettiest reservoirs in the state. And it has lots of different species and is really fun to fish. I I would love to go up there and really get on a good northern pike bite just because you can't catch them anywhere else in the state. And they fight really good and they are toothy, toothy critters. I, I enjoy the toothy critters quite a bit. So if you get a chance and you haven't been there, you got to go check out Keyhole Reservoir. There's a lot to do in the area. Like I said, you've got Devil's Tower just a few minutes away. There's also another reservoir near Newcastle, Wyoming called LAK Reservoir. It's got tiger muskies, smallmouth bass, some walleye, some sunfish. You can go try that out. Um, just lots and lots and lots of fishing opportunities up in that corner of the state. And hardly anybody knows about it, which is good and bad. I mean, we do want people to come and visit. You can go up there and catch 
a fair amount of fish and have a lot of fun with your family. One of the other things to note about Keyhole is there's a good sized chunk of it that is a state park. So if you want to go camping with your family and haul your boat your RV, whatever, and go up there, you can do that. And they have some incredible camping spots. I've taken my family a few different times. It is absolutely gorgeous. You'll probably see wild turkeys, white-tailed deer. There's lots of big pine trees. So it's a beautiful place to go and recreate. I highly recommend Keyhole Reservoir. And if you are going to go up there, something I would recommend that you do is take a setup that has, you know, your steel or titanium leaders to go fish for northern pike. You know, I would take a, a spinner bait. That's what I ended up catching mine on. But take some pike-sized spinner baits. Maybe take some top waters. Um, you can take some spoons, some uh, bucktails, things like that. Go out and try to catch one of those things. I mean, they are super cool. Uh, my son had a lot of fun watching him chase <laughs> the lures back up to the boat. Unfortunately, he didn't catch any, but maybe next time he'll get one. And then take a walleye setup. I'm learning that Keyhole is probably one of the better walleye fisheries in the entire state of Wyoming. We caught a lot of numbers. I'm sure there's some really big ones in there. I've heard about guys who've caught really nice ones in there. I've never caught a giant out of there, but there are a lot of walleye in there, especially in early summer. If you go out on the flats and you're going to go trolling, there's fish to be had. The smallmouth bass are everywhere. There's lots of rocky shorelines. So You know, your walleye setup will work good for that, but take some suspending cranks, take some jigs, take your PK spin a jig if you can. Really target those fish. I mean, they they fight like crazy. Those of you who've caught smallmouth bass know smallmouth are just a blast to catch. They're smallmouth literally all over that reservoir. They can be caught a number of different ways. Probably my favorite way is on the jig or on the suspending crank or on the top water. And then, gosh, the panfish. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. You know, we caught yellow perch, we caught some really nice green sunfish, and we caught some really nice black crappie. All those fish are delicious to eat. And so if you're going up there, take take some panfish jigs. You know, I caught my drum as well, that freshwater drum, on a crappie jig. There's certain times a year that they're very accessible, so there's no reason that you shouldn't go fish for them. You know, look, look out those rocky points and... You know, the dam, uh, places like that. There's panfish to be had all over the place. And crappie are some of my favorite fish to eat. So we brought home some of those. I did let my green sunfish go. (laughs) We did keep the yellow perch because yellow perch are delicious too. But again, just the panfish opportunities were incredible. And at some point, I got to go catch those catfish because I guess they have catfish over 10 pounds. So they're, they're channel catfish, which is what we have here in Wyoming. So I'm going to go probably do that this next spring. But if you get a chance to take your family and you want to go see, you know, Devil's Tower and do some amazing fishing, you got to check out Keyhole Reservoir. That's all I've got for today, but I really appreciate y'all coming on this journey with me. I had a lot of fun with my family and uh, my, my dad and my son and I, we had a great time. We caught a lot of different fish and we hope to go back, you know, probably again next year, unless we just decide to go check out a new body of water, but it's a lot of fun. So if you're out there and you want to do something similar with your family, I encourage you to do it. We typically do our trip around Father's Day. It's a lot of fun to get get the boys out and go together. You know, heck, maybe do that with your daughter. So dad's out there, maybe take your daughters and do a special 
dad and daughter fishing trip or, you know, moms take your kids as well. I mean, there's nothing saying you shouldn't do that either, but it's just really fun to have kind of an annual event and get your family out and go do some fishing. So again, thanks for listening to this episode of Radcast Outdoors. It's It's been fun getting to do a solo episode. Hopefully I can do it again one of these days and uh, hopefully we'll have David back here soon so that we can have some more guests on and do some more shows. So again, if you want more, go to radcastoutdoors.com. And I do want to say a big shout out to our interns. So David and I have a couple of interns working for us. They've been putting some video content on our YouTube channel. They've been doing our social media posts. So I want to say a big thank you to Murdon and to Caden for all of the awesome work that they're doing. So again, until next time. Thanks again for listening to the Radcast Outdoors podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. If so, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast and subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating, which really helps other people find the show. You can find all of our shows, recipes, giveaways, videos, and much more at radcastoutdoors.com. While you're there, please help support the show by purchasing a Radcast Outdoors shirt or hat. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a Radcast community on Facebook called Radcast Nation, and we'd love for you to join in the conversation there. And of course, please help support our sponsors who make this show possible. Thank you again to PK Lures, Bow Spider, and High Mountain Seasonings. Until next time, get out there and enjoy the outdoors.